Just in time for Mother's Day. Move over Smothers. Move over Helicopter Moms. Move over Hover Moms. There is a new mom in town, and she is a snowplow parent. Mommy! It's the mom cast. Really, Mom? Mommy! Mom! You are listening. Mom cast. The mom cast. Welcome to Mom cast. And yes, we have a new nickname for moms. And and I think it's great. You know, we've got all of them out there that I mentioned. I've got a couple of my mom squad moms. And of course, Greg, our producer here, is the only dad who gets to speak on MomCast. All right. We have Heather. Heather, who is our free spirit mom. Correct. See, I gave you nicknames too. I, I'm kind of pointing the finger at myself in this episode of MomCast. Um, Roxanne, what would what did I call you? Uptight? Well, oh. a lot of things. <laughs> Whoa. Truth comes out. Roxanne and I, people need to understand our relationship. Roxanne and I work together, and every day we just insult each other. It's what we do. So, All the time. In love. Yes, definitely. Yes. But yeah. I do think people here who overhear us think, oh, my God. Yeah, they get really uncomfortable. They That's do. what makes it fun. I know. It's like, how uncomfortable can we make everybody around <laughs> us? Well, we make them They're, uncomfortable. Yeah, is that mm-hmm. real? Are they? So what, what was the moniker I gave you? You gave me feisty mom for some reason. I have no idea why. Well, because you get um, worked up, maybe, and you share your opinions pretty quickly. But there's nothing wrong with being a feisty no, mom. right. I, do I get worked up? Uh, it's passion is what I call it. Thank you. Yes. Passion. Thank you, Heather. I didn't realize how politically correct <laughs> Heather was. Oh, uh, I'm not. That's, that's awesome. <laughs> and, and Heather, free spirit mom, I love that. I, I honestly... When I picked out nicknames for everybody, because we were going on that premise of the helicopter mom or the smother, which really aren't very flattering. I was trying to pick things that actually went with your personality that were, in fact, somewhat, somewhat positive. I've adopted mine. I use it all the time. I said, Stacy calls me this and I, it, it, because I feel like it, it's endearing and it mm-hmm. fits. And so you, you base every life decision on that now, right? No. Say, <laughs> Listen, I'm a free spirit mom. I can do whatever I want. I wish. <laughs> well, I, I say that because I, I think sometimes those can be very um, detrimental to moms. Like I've been called a helicopter mom. I've tried to embrace that because I have an only. Everybody knows that. But, you know, there are times I think. I feel kind of guilty about it or I feel bad. Like I'll stop myself and say, is that being, am I being a helicopter mom or am I overreacting to something? And I find it, whether I want to admit it or not, a lot of times kind of coming in, sneaking in and clouding my judgment when it comes to maybe um, punishment or dealing with a situation. You know, am I being too much of a helicopter mom? And I feel like some of these titles, uh, because this this latest one, we, I think we'll chuckle about it, but I also think it can have a negative connotation for some of us. Okay, the latest one um, that I mentioned is a snowplow parent. And I do appreciate the fact that they said parent, not just mom, because it always mm, seems yeah. to kind of roll over to mom. Oh, yeah, like, dads Greg, can do snowplows, too. Uh, can you? Yeah. I mean, do you hear that stuff? Because um, you notice, I didn't give you a nickname. No. In I, other words, I didn't say you're the... You don't. I you're think, just the only dad. Yeah, you get... Uh, <laughs> I, I feel like the helicopter is more of, a, of, a, of the motherly term. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but to your question, yeah, I think dads can be just as helicoptery or smothery or free-spirited or snowplow as a mother can be. Right. Mm-hmm. I, I think yeah. they kind of hide behind mom sometimes, unless... They're a single dad, which there are plenty of single dads that raise kids. So I would think, yeah, 
parenting in general, it can happen. And I think when you hear that term or somebody calls you that term, we might chuckle. But then I think also it can really kind of mess with you a little bit. Mm -hmm. So so here's what a snowplow parent is. A snowplow parent is a parent that removes, they go in front of the kids and remove every obstacle that could come in their way or hinder them, you know, at the present or in the future. And we all know a great example that's brought this term to mind right now are all the celebrities and non-celebrities, um, wealthy parents that have purchased uh, their child's way into some really good colleges. And that's a huge scandal right now. Some of the parents are in big trouble for it, as I think they should be. But we know it's been going on right. for a long time. But that now has coined the new phrase. I mean, these are parents that are mo- removing every obstacle. They made sure they did well on their SAT scores um, by not having their kid take the test or by having the test scores um nudged we'll say a little bit so that's the newest term um let's talk a little bit about just that because we haven't had a chance to talk the dust has settled some people are in more trouble than others um just the idea of that if we're being honest if we had the means or the clout to do something like that would you do it hell no hell no okay no You know, but first of all, if they're going to spend money to try to get their kids into college and they want them to pass the SAT, why not hire a tutor to help their children study? My first thought when I heard that was, how must the kids feel that their parents don't have enough faith in them to get into a school by themselves? And to me, what difference is it what school a child attends? Because In the grand scheme of things, does it really matter that, oh, you know, I went to Harvard or I went to Yale, so maybe you still don't succeed. Maybe something happens. You can go to a community college, start your own business, and be a multimillionaire, and it succeeds. Sure. It depends on the child. And I think that's a big part of child rearing, where you give your kids positivity, but you tell them it's hard work along the way. You need to earn it yourself because once you start earning it for your kids, what are you doing for them in real life? And when they become adults, et cetera, they're never going to make it. I think part of it, uh, it's more of a reflection on the parent. Like if my kid fails, it's going to look at me so that you're not paying, you're paying for the parent's ego. I think more so than what the kids often, in my experience, even care. I think you're right. I mean, how many, and and Heather, we're going to get your comment in a minute because your kids are younger. Right. Um, my, I know what I think you're going to say, but I know you've been a part of this, um, where, and Greg, you and, and all of us, where you're at a, whether it's a sporting event or a school event, and there are always the parents there that are... <laughs> bragging about something with their kids so i think you're they right care, care more the than kid, the kids do yeah the kids yeah. are paying no attention um but the parents do and you're right where's my kid going and especially i guess if you're a celebrity you know is it that big of a deal to tell all your friends that you're i mean some of the kids the colleges their mom got them into why would you brag um <laughs> again again right Showing no, you just are pretty much saying, I don't think you can do this, so I'm going to do it for you. I don't think you have what it takes to get a good score in a test. 
I don't think you have what it takes to play a sport for real. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna snowplow the way for you. And what message does it send the kids? I I know in the case of Lori Laughlin, I don't know if you've seen her daughter. I don't like mm-hmm. picking on the kids, but I will say um, that child. Uh, she's not a child anymore. But I you look at that and go. That's all parenting. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. for someone who expects yeah. things to be done for her and expects to have the very best of everything, you know, as a parent, I don't like to pick on other parents, but I guess what I would do from that is say, please, please make sure I'm not spoiling my child at the end of the day. Even if I think I'm not, I want to make sure I'm not because I don't want uh, a person entering the world. I would be more upset about the type of person or the attitude my child has as opposed to which school they go to oh my god right and who they are as a person and right in my house we preach kindness and i you know i like to also talk about honesty but kindness even more but absolutely it's their character and do we believe as a group here that we believe that the kids didn't know i mean i've heard some things in the news that said the kids had no idea that their parents were doing this i mean do, do do we think the kids New collusion. Right. I think in some <laughs> yeah. cases the kids did know yeah. and probably expected it and mm. obviously don't care. I do think there probably were a few kids that honestly did not know. Um, in that case, that is heartbreaking to me. Like you've ruined Both are my heartbreaking, life. Heartbreaking though. Thanks, yeah. Mom. Yeah. I mean, yeah. because what kind of humans are we raising? And again, I, I say that guardedly because I have an only child and I battle that stuff. We worry about it all the time and we say, wow, our daughter is growing up in a completely different world than what we grow up in because neither my husband nor I are only children. We both, now he had more growing up, but I didn't. We had very little. And, you know, Liv came along when we were older and more established, so she doesn't remember lean years necessarily right. <laughs> but i learned early to disappoint her <laughs> which i'm good at um, <laughs> right. but you right. know you have you to have to yes but what okay so like you said heather and i have to tell heather does with kindness mm-hmm. i mean she is awesome um thank you you are you have such a good set of values also because i tell my kids don't be that person that walks away from a situation where you can help someone, where you can be kind and considerate, and don't be that person who treats someone because they're different, you work hard for what you get, and you're going to appreciate it more. And I feel that if I did what these parents did, I would be telling my child, you're not good enough, so I'm going to make you good enough with my money. Well, and that I and that's what I got out of it is mm -hmm. that I don't want my kids thinking that they are not good enough. So I have to jump in and pave the way. Well, and I wonder where the kids go from here. There are two things that I wonder. Where do the kids go from here? First of all, I mean, what happens? I I do have concerns. That's the kind of person I am. I lay awake at night and I think I worry about everybody's kids (laughs) because I just can't worry enough about my own. Um, So I worry about them. I think, where does life take them from here? I hope that they're okay. You know, I mean, because in some sense, it's the embarrassment. I mean, there's a lot to deal with. Um, But then the other part of that is, our kids all at some point deal with kids that are brought up this way. Right. Mm -hmm. 
that's when I wonder how we deal with that best, because that's difficult. I know we've already had some of those conversations. You know, the friends that have Liv goes to a school that there are some some um, blessed families. We'll put it that way. Um, And they have some of the kids, not all, have the very best phones and all of that. And they're not being nasty about it. It's just, you know, they have more, perhaps. And your kids have to then deal with that. And I, I do think that builds character. I think there's how do we balance that with, you know, from jealousy to everybody has what they have and everybody's happy with what they have. Right. That's a tough lesson. I almost think the parents who are more well off have the tougher job if they choose to accept it to teach their children um, <laughs> humility. Right. It, no, yeah. I think you're right. Yeah. I think you're right. Yeah. Because if they plow, huh, play on words, if they plow right into school and say, um, look at my new phone. And, you know, and I, I, I'm very against bragging. My children, if I catch them bragging, um, I, I want them to have pride in what they do. But if they're telling their sister or anybody, you know, I have this, um, I nip it. because And so I think that that is a responsibility of the parent to monitor how they're handling that nice new phone. Are they rubbing it in people's faces, you know? Or mm-hmm. are they sharing it with their friends and saying, you want to try? I mean, that's the difference. And what do you say to your kids if there's someone that has something they don't? Right. You know, I remember that growing up. We always were the ones that didn't have certain things. I remember being okay with it. I don't remember ever being upset with my parents. But there are those times when, you know, kids don't understand why. My answer, which was the truth, honey, we can't afford it. I wasn't working at the time. We're on one income. I'm sorry, but... But see, I never missed it either growing up because we didn't have a whole lot like Mm -hmm. others did. Um, And my kids, I've never heard them complain about, well, so-and-so has this. I mean, to this day, my older kids go thrift shopping all the time. And they, I guess, like you said, started when they were young. You know, they were satisfied with what they had. They had a good home, good parents, people who loved them, and... You know, we were happy, and I think that has a lot to do with it, too, that we don't make materialistic things important. Right, right. I haven't gotten to this phase yet. I uh, Roxanne's even talked to me, and some other people here have said, you know, well, wait till they get into the brand names and the um, needing to have this tablet and this, because their friends do. And, you know, my, my oldest is just turning eight, so I'm going to be into that phase soon. So to be honest, I haven't dealt with a lot of that comp- um, comparing and contrasting with friends yet. So it helps me to hear your take on this. It's a funny story. You just reminded me of that. Um, My daughter, her school, they go to ski. They start skiing very young. And in the month of January, they go to a ski resort, uh, Mad River Mountain, little ski place Mm -hmm. close here in Ohio. And um, we had to get ski stuff for her, which if you've never done that, it's expensive. And I remember getting this ski jacket, and I don't even know what the the label name was, (laughs) but we found it. We found one at some discount place. And I remember one of the kids, I mean, they were in first grade, I want to say, or second. Maybe they started in second. They were little. Mm -hmm. And one of the little kids, not in a mean way, went, oh, you know, it wasn't North Face right. or any of those things. And she just went, or Spider. Um, it was, I don't even know the brand. And she's like, what 
brand is that? And Liv was like, oh, we got that in the bargain rack and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I mean, and she was so proud. And all the other kids were like, oh, well, that's wonderful. And I was like, I put my head down, you know, just cringing. And it was fine. It was yeah. fine. She didn't know the difference. TJ Maxx. Yeah, she knows the difference now, but she uh-huh. didn't know the difference you know it was like oh well that's what yours says this is what my jacket says right. you know and it's the presentation her confidence overpowers the you know, right. brand right exactly i don't know how long that lasts i hope it lasts <laughs> right. for a long time um but you're right it's more to greg's point it's more about us mm-hmm. we get more worried sometimes about what everybody else is gonna think you know i'll think that sometimes i used to get my kids clothes on ebay all the time when she was little and, you know, then I'm like, oh, everybody's going to start looking at me and knowing that those were clothes from last year or whatever. It doesn't matter. Nobody looks at that stuff as much as we do with our kids. So I, I, I thank you for talking about this because I think sometimes we look at people and we judge them with some moniker or whatever it may be. Um, and the parents like. I think about Lori Laughlin. Everybody thought, oh, she just played such a great character on TV and Full House and all of yeah. the um, made-for-TV shows that she's been the on. wholesome mother. Yes, she's a wholesome, wonderful mother. And now it's like, well, maybe she wasn't such a hot mom after all. Yeah. Um, and then the people we think, oh, my God, they're a nightmare. Maybe they're pretty good parents. Um, so you might cringe, but uh, recently I had the chance to talk with Snooky. Do you guys know Snooky? Absolutely. Well... Mm-hmm. No, <laughs> no, you know what? I hear judgment. It, it was way. Yeah, you do hear judgment, and I do apologize for that. This was way back when the show first right. started, mm-hmm. and I'm not into those shows. So, and I and I always tell my kids too. How do you know the directors aren't telling them how to be like this? Right. Who knows? Maybe if someone came up to me and offered me a lot of money to act a certain way. I might do that Correct. thinking of my kids' I can future. See you in Jersey, yeah. Yeah, uh-huh. well, yeah. Yeah. yeah, in the Jersey, sure. Sure. <laughs> um, interestingly enough, she was delightful. And, uh, but I'll leave that up to you. I, f- I thought she was delightful. And it sounds like she's going to be a pretty decent parent. I mean, it, it sounded like she understands the business of who Snooky is and her brand. And can separate that and her kids from that brand and talk to them openly. Because you know that day's coming about who Snooky is someday. Mm -hmm. You know, we all as parents might have something we did. (laughs) (laughs) She has something really big (laughs) that they can all see. So um, I want you to listen because I think you might find it refreshing. And I also think it will help us all to maybe not slap labels on on moms as as quickly as we do hi good morning good morning you know i was just thinking about this i was trying to come up with some parallel universe here for for our our guest today um you know in high school like people will be voted most changed or you know we come up with these i would say you're probably a celebrity that over the years has most changed we're talking with snooki good morning Good morning. How are you? I'm good. Would you say that's a fair assessment from like where you began with Jersey Shore to where you are now? I mean, yeah, absolutely. You know, starting the show 21, you know, basically like my college years, living it up, partying, um, you know, to settling down, finding the love of my life and having kids. I mean, I think everyone goes through that transition. 
But, um, you know, to see it play live in front of millions of people on a crazy <laughs> reality show, um, yeah, I definitely, I definitely grew up a little bit. And, and you're right. Most of us just don't have to do it in front of the entire world. Uh, and fortunately for you, um, it was really interesting to watch. Most of us, that time in our life is not all that riveting for other people to watch. For you, everybody wanted to watch it. Um, yeah, I just think we're all crazy, <laughs> and that's why you know we're on a reality show. So it's definitely entertaining. Um, but yeah, I'm definitely blessed with my life, and especially you know being a mommy to amazing children. Oh, absolutely. And do you find like when you first got to that where you know we were talking about? I remember when I heard you were going to have a baby. Um, were you surprised? Were people pretty cool about it? Or did people find that hard to believe about you? Um, yeah, people were definitely ruthless and definitely tore me down. I, I kind of got depressed during my first pregnancy um, because just because of the backlash and how it's going to be a terrible mom and I shouldn't have Ugh. kids and all of that. So it was definitely hard to take, but I mean... I proved everybody wrong. <laughs> so, I'm an amazing freaking mom. You are amazing freaking mom, yeah. <laughs> well, that's a good way to look at it. And, yeah, that's kind of the thing, right? Especially now, doing what you do and being the person you are, everybody's pretty outspoken on social media with their opinions about you as a person, right? Oh, yeah, definitely. And, and I'm, you know, I'm used to that. It never really offends me just because, you know, I know who I am as a person and my family, and that's all that really matters. But when it comes to, like, social media trolls, bullying, like, my friends or my family or my kids, that's when Mama Bear comes out, and it's not good. Yeah, I was going to say, um, have you been able to, because you have lived, I mean, so much of your life, and, and, and honestly, growing up and all of that out in the media, have you been able to kind of shield your kids from a lot of that? Um, well, luckily, everyone is very, very nice when it comes to my children because, you know, obviously I want to post them. I love my babies, and I love, you know, sharing my life and not everything, but, you know, like cute pictures of my kids in Disney or just cute pictures on holidays I love sharing. Um, and luckily, and thank God, you know, everyone is just very, very nice to my kids. So they know the line. I mean, because that's over the line. Well, I mean, there's some that, you know, I need, I need to block because it's inappropriate. But, I mean, for the most part, everyone everyone is just, um, you know, they love seeing the kids. So it's nice. Now, you've certainly been able to kind of keep your, I mean, branding for you, is, it's been pretty amazing. I mean, you've done an amazing job branding you. Oh, thank you. Um, yeah, I would say it's, thanks to the fans because, you know, they just follow my journey. And um, the great thing about it is a lot of my fans who watch me on Jersey, you know, they grew up with me. Like when I settled down, they were settling down having kids. You know, they were having kids. So it's kind of like they understand what I'm going through because we're, you know, we're going through the same life changes. Um, so evolving my brand into that and, you know, my life, it, it just works because my fans are, you know, going through the same transition. Now, now, tell me about your latest venture. You've got uh, a swimsuit line, is that correct? Yeah, so I launched my swimsuit line called Snookini. It's Snookini <laughs> and Snooky together. So, Snookini. I, I launched it last year, and it did amazing. So, I did another collection um, this year, and we just released it last week. It's amazing. Um, new designs. And my big thing about my brand is I want people to feel comfortable no matter what size you are, but also still feel sexy and, you know, just, just feel cute in bathing suits. 
Well, um, uh, and are there, for those of us that are not as um, blessed, um, can I still look good in one of your uh, suits? Oh, of course. So, yes, we have, um, <laughs> you know, I, I feel like... Girl, I am not as blessed as you. Let's just put it that way, okay? <laughs> well, yeah, everyone has insecurities, you know, especially me with having kids and my weight fluctuation. I mean, it's there as well. So, um, yeah, I made sure to add extra tummy control and the high-waist bathing suits. Um, definitely, um, you know, just control in the in the breast area and have it versatile with the straps and stuff like that. And um, we also have plus size. So I try to make my suits comfortable to wear. You feel comfortable in them, but they're also, you know, hiding all of our insecurities that we feel when we do wear bathing suits. Okay. Well, it sounds like, uh, yeah, you've covered all the bases that, that I would wear. Isn't it something? Because that's like one of the things I think no matter who we are, every woman has that dread. It doesn't matter what age. You have that dread about walking in there and trying one of these things on. Uh, absolutely. And I feel like that's with anything, but especially bathing suits, because, you know, you're kind of half naked. You're showing more than you kind of want to, but you also, you know, it's summer. You want to participate in swimming and, you know, everyone's in bathing suits. So it's definitely stressful, but, you know, hopefully my line will, will make women feel more comfortable. Um, talk again about, about your kids. Um, what are your, what would you like to see? Have you gotten to that point where I know I've, I have one daughter, um, and I, she's 12 now, so I think about, like, her future, and I find myself having difficulties pulling back on what I would like her to do, and, you know, I want her to do her own thing. You obviously did your own thing. Have you thought about that for your kids? Um, I mean, yeah, here and there. I mean, I'm trying not to rush it with me stressing out about that because I have a little bit to go. Um, you know, I definitely encourage them to do things that they love to do, like, you know, my daughter want, wants to try karate. So, you know, all right, babe, let's go try karate. Like, anything that they want to do, I try and let them experience it just to see if they like it themselves. Um, so they're definitely open to doing whatever they want, you know, um, as long as I agree with it. Um, yeah, but when it comes to them being older and, like, career-wise, like, I, I can't even think about that right now. I'm stressed. I'm stressed <laughs> it is stressful, isn't it? Did they? Did they? Did they know who you are? I mean, did they know Snooky, or did they know you at in that way at all? Um, so they're four and six, so they don't really know. Like they hear people when we go out shopping or we go out in public, people say Snooky. My kids are like, "Who is that?" I'm like, "Oh, that's mommy's character name." Like right uh. now, I'm telling them I'm like a fictional character. <laughs> like on a cartoon or something. Mm-hmm. Um, they know I'm on TV because sometimes, you know, they, they see me on TV, but they don't really exactly understand it because they always ask me, Mommy, how'd you get in the, in the TV and stuff like that? I mean, there's going to be a time when they're older and I have to explain. Um, but right now, you know, I'm trying to just keep our life as normal as possible, especially for them growing up. Sure, sure. Now, it's interesting you say that because some, someday I'll have to explain. I mean, have you thought about that? I, I mean, are you comfortable like, hey, at some point they're going to see, you know, reruns of Jersey Shore and all of that sort of thing? Oh, yeah. And I always have to tell myself, calm down. You didn't kill anyone. <laughs> you know, you, you didn't do anything terrible. You just, you know, you got a little too drunk sometimes and you made a fool of yourself. But, I mean, who doesn't when they drink? So, you know, I'm trying to raise my kids not to be judgmental and to realize it was just all fun and games and, um, you know, just learn to do what mommy um, 
you know, try not try not to do what mommy did. Is basically what my lesson is going to be. <laughs> you know what? Every parent has said that, <laughs> right? Exactly. So most of us just don't have all the videos of of us, but every parent has said that. Uh, for sure. Yeah. You you clearly, you mentioned, you know, sharing some of this stuff as any parent would want to do on social media. And I know for me, I do it all the time. When my daughter was little, I had pictures of her all the time. I shared a lot and people kind of go back and forth about that. You have 28 million followers on social media. How do you decide what you share about your kids and what you don't? Um. I mean, I try not to oversaturate it, but also, like, I'm so proud of my kids, and I just love them so much, and they're, you know, a huge part of my life. They are my life, so I, I just post on social media what my life is about, and it's basically them. So, um, you know, I just like to share, like, we just came back from Disney, so I shared a lot of Disney pictures, not a lot to where, like, I'm sharing our whole vacation, because, you know, some things you like to keep private and personal. But, um, you know, just like the cute pictures of them enjoying life and having fun. That's what I love to post. All right. Well, Snooki, thank you so much. And again, your swimsuit line, how can we find that? Um, at thesnookyshop.com. Thank you for your time. We appreciate it. Yes, yeah, thank you. Can I change my name to MILF, Mom? I, that's, that's, my, that's my dream. That's my fantasy. <laughs> All right, Roxanne, come on now. We had this conversation. That is one we all kind of secretly wish we had, right? Yes. It is. Uh-huh. Who doesn't um, want Yeah, that? I can't. I won't say. I, we probably could say that on my podcast, but I won't say what it stands for. Um, but <laughs> oh. I think everybody knows what that stands for. And we all, come on. We all want to be the hot mom for a minute. And then we get upset and say, how dare you objectify <laughs> me like that? And, you know, oh, you can objectify cycle. me. I've never <laughs> been objectified before. I would love it. Oh, I refuse to believe that. Please believe it. I leave it. Moms, thank you for joining me this week. Thank you for joining us for another episode of MomCast. Uh, we hope you had a great Mother's Day. And now we're boy. Kids are going to be out of school here soon. Life is going to change very quickly for some of us uh, that won't get to oh, that free time in the afternoon. But that's okay. We'll hopefully make some memories. Thanks for joining us. We'll catch you again next week on MomCast. <laughs>